Welcome back, Creatures of the Night, to the next installment of Between Canaanite 10 and myself as we take a look back at The Undertaker and Kane, The Brothers of Destruction, The Feud, The Partnership, and everything in between. Uh, if you remember the last installment, we took a look back at King of the Ring 1998, the exciting double feature of Undertaker and Mankind's Hell in the Cell, and um, Kane winning his first WWF Championship against Stone Cold Steve Austin in the very first First Blood match. And his as, first and only WWF title. There you go. I have been corrected. His first and only WWF title. Um, and as we move on to Fully Loaded 1998, we get the partnership of Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin between the partnership of Kane and Mankind. So again, we're getting the all four participants from King of the Ring 1998 in this one match for the WWF Tag Team Championships. And uh, this is something that uh, Randy Turco and myself took a look back uh, a few months ago as part of our look back at Undertaker's Tag Team Championship victories. So it's going to be interesting to see what Kane and Night 10 brings to the table as a Kane fan looking at the fully loaded 1998 match. And as you told me, uh, I think it was last time, uh, this is your first time watching this match. Is that correct? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen this match. So I was actually just watching a bit of the build-up and how it became to be. So a little bit of history here. Kane and Foley entered a tag team Royal Rumble in which they won to become number one contenders for the WF tag team titles. And then they won it, I believe, a week before Fully Loaded here on what's the date on Fully Loaded here? Uh, I think it's July 23rd. Okay, they won it 10 days before then, it looks like, because it looks like it was 7-13 that they won the tag titles, I believe. Okay. And Mankind against the Outlaws with a, an abundance of interference from DX and the Nation. Oh my god. To which Kane pinned the Road Dog and won the WF tag team titles, and then they excitedly exclaimed that they'd be wrestling for the tag titles, because I believe, yeah, this is seven twenty six actually. So 13 days. Oh, okay. Because they, uh, I don't know if they were supposed to be wrestling in a tag as was, and then they put the tag titles on them and then just made it a tag title match, or? Interesting. And you did mention. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this, so. And, as you mentioned just briefly there with the DX and the Nation, that is a whole nother feud going on here in the background because. The match just prior to this main event is Triple H versus The Rock for the Intercontinental Championship. So you have this DX Nation of Domination feud going on in the background here. You had the New Age Outlaws, the previous tag team champions, um, now losing it to Kane and Mankind, who will, as we see, lose it to Undertaker and Stone Cold. And actually, Stone Cold and Undertaker's first defense comes against the Outlaws. Um, so you have all this intertwining feuds. You know, you have the Nation, DX, Undertaker, Austin, Kane. 
And again, all of these players will be prominent next month in SummerSlam 98. Because you have Kane and Mankind who will win the titles back eventually uh, from they Undertaker. What was well, that? Well, whose tag caps going into Summer? Kane and Mankind are going into SummerSlam. Kane and Mankind are the tag team championships going into SummerSlam because they, they win it no from boss. they win it from Undertaker and Austin, and then and they, they lose it to the Outlaws because Kane turns on Mankind. Correct. That, that's right. Because then it's found out him and Undertaker are in cahoots, as Vince McMahon has proclaimed here. Uh, he saw the future. They're in cahoots, so he's right. Um, and then you get Undertaker Austin, the main event at SummerSlam. So all these players working against each other. Interesting this interesting times. What a time to be alive right here. Every yeah, everything is just tied to everything. Literally. Everything. Everything's tied to everything, especially at this time. Um I was gonna say too, like SummerSlam ninety eight is the Rock and Triple H his ladder match too for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. And um and you have the China and Mark Henry, I think you have that uh, thing going on in the background as well. So, uh, wow. lot, lots of players, lots of things working, uh, you know, with each other at this time. Because, you know, it is the Attitude Era and, you know, you get all the, uh, all the, screw, all the screw jobs and, and hullabaloo and everything else with, you know, not... Working against each other and everything like that, you know, best way to put it. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to watch this again, especially with a different perspective, um, you know, a Kane fan perspective here. Uh, so are you ready? You ready to get this started? I'm ready, yeah. You are I got ready. mine up on, you always mention where you get them, mine yes. is up on Daily Motion, and it's actually got the promo beforehand. Awesome. Yes, Kane and I 10 is watching it on Daily Motion. He gets the promo before he gets the full match. So uh, if you uh, do not have Peacock or the WWE Network, Daily Motion um, is your next best bet to get this match. If you are on Peacock uh, or the WWE Network, I believe they have the same timestamp. And that is 2 hours, 13 minutes, 32 seconds for myself. And... Um, Count back from three and we'll press play. So, you're ready, Canaanite 10? I am. Perfect. Three, two, one, play. We get a nice, like, flashback for, like, the closing moments of the first blood match here at King of the Ring. You know, you see Austin. Undertaker's in a, in a nice black sweater, you know. It is sweater it is sweater weather at that time. That always like kinda cracked me up, but the only two people that ever pulled this WF title were Kane and Austin, fun fact. Because it's got the block logo WF logo on it. Oh, I didn't even that's it does it have the blue strap as well? I believe the blue background, not a blue strap. Oh, look at that. See, it's got or a red back and then a black strap, but then it's got a blue background behind the WF block logo. Interesting. It's just like a little top piece, yeah. Interesting. And right after this is when they updated it to the proper Attitude Error title. 
X. I didn't. And you have Undertaker in street clothes attacking people. Something that was, you know, very uh, out of character at this time. Yeah, I didn't realize. I know he did it sometimes, but I didn't know he did it on Raw around this time. I thought it was more 99 he was doing that. Yeah, 99. At the end of 99, you get that transition. You can see that thing, you know, morphing out of the ministry and into the badass. But here yeah. you get you get a little glimpse into like how he dresses outside the ring, which is always cool. You get Undertaker and Austin. He wants the title shot. Huh. And then now Vince McMahon makes them tag team partners. I did not think, I did not realize that black logo title. Good call, good, uh, good eyes there. Well, I always noticed it because any pictures of Kane with the belt, it's the block logo, right? That's right. Well, that, yeah, the one photo. There's a few, but yeah. There's one where he has his old mask on, his second mask, and then there's some with his new mask, his third mask, which he's wearing at this time now, too. Undertaker saving Kane again from Austin's fast counts. Austin's going back and forth if he can even trust the Undertaker. I always like that Kane pinned the wrists instead of folding the arms over when he tombstones somebody. Yeah. A little something to differentiate him from Undertaker. Yeah. This must be a pretty rare pay-per-view to not have a WF title match. That's right. No WF title match. Especially in this era. Yeah. You have Undertaker coming to save Austin here. You got no gloves on or no elbow pads. It's so, you know, you get, you get all kinds of Undertaker attires here. Oh. Oh, stiff chair shot. Yeah, it didn't look very nice. It's pretty hard when you're both reaching over the ropes to... See, Austin like swings it sort of, so he clips you. That one was over the overhead, but that one on Foley, he just swung it sort of side to side, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still traumatic to the head, but it's not as bad as a straight shot. But are they in cahoots? That's McMahon's big question here. Are they in cahoots? Uh, McMahon using his, his best 1950s language. <laughs> Another simple uh, entrance uh, stage we get here. Yeah, just a square. Yeah, very reminiscent Me. of what we've been seeing in WrestleMania, King of the Ring, everything, Unforgiven, all the pay-per-views we've seen, nothing spectacular. We really don't get, actually, we really don't get anything spectacular until, I would say, WrestleMania 15, where it has that giant logo. I think that's... I was going to say, yeah, but the year 2000, they really started different ones for everyone, it seemed. 2000, they really crank it up in 2000. Yeah. 
even like end of 99 I remember that Survivor Series they had like uh, the Octagon type oh, logo they? and Armageddon they had the tanks and everything so like end of 99 that's when they started transitioning into bigger better entrance stages I like these red strap titles they got the red back oh yes you got a cane I head. I do enjoy too that cane is the focal point. Foley is the side piece almost in this. The side piece. Well, he, he really Kane's music, Kane's pyro. Oh Kane's yeah, they come out together. The, yes, yes. Kane's the focus on the camera. Foley's just kind of there. Kane's just still wearing the double sleeve attire. He wears it all summer. Yeah, you get a lot of... Here's Undertaker. Yeah, Undertaker and Austin separate entrances. Yeah, you can't have them come out together. That'd be... A nice different entrance theme here for Undertaker. Is this the guitar? It's like a... It's like a yeah, it's the guitar and it's almost like a slower rift. I like it. Haven't heard this one in a while. I was gonna say that the the intro was different than the usual guitar one that everybody hears. Right? Yeah. Like it's like a mix. Undertaker walking out without entrance gear. I was also gonna say I was a little surprised that he wasn't coming out to the guitar riff, and he is actually so. Such a, and I, you know, even sitting here uh, watching it on TV, it's such a f presence and a feeling to see an Undertaker entrance. Why, uh, why did he come 20 minutes before? What's the story there? Oh, yeah, the story was like, um, like they didn't know if he was going to show up oh, and help Austin in the match. So it's like they just filmed him like coming like 20 minutes ago, just walking in the arena. They don't do that much anymore. I know. You see that all the time, watching guys come into the arena. Yeah. It is interesting Kane wore the double sleeve for a long time. You know, you you, you, you really just don't imagine the double sleeve unless, you know, Undertaker's masquerading as him or something like that. I have a little bit more memories of it just because like it's around his WWF title reign, so I always just I like the double sleeve a lot. So I think I think the I'm, double I'm sleeve. I'm a little more used to it. I'm probably being a Kane fan too, but yeah, oh, he yeah. wore it all summer here until I believe the cell match against Foley was the last time he wore it. I love this vest. This is my favorite Austin vest. The rattlesnake on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, it's starting out in the hallway there. I wanted to see the belt, see if it's still block logo or not. Undertaker still favoring the broken foot. <laughs> to be fair, it's only been two two months. No, not even a month. I think he had the broken foot even before the cell match. Oh yeah, but I mean, he certainly hurt it. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't do it any favors in that match. And it's so crazy to think he would wrestle for like another four and a half, five months with it here. Yeah, I mean, he's still wrestling now, wrestling on Raw. And... Yeah, every week. 
With a broken foot, he doesn't really get time to get it healed until like December. As he takes time off from the Buried Alive match. It's so crazy to think about that. Foley's so good. He's like a just his like, mannerisms, his movements, just how he does things. He's so good. And his noises, right, Jay, right, Jay. <laughs> He's always reaching with his one arm too. Feeding. <laughs> I, I actually I like Kane with the double sleeve. I wish that would have been his main attire. It gives oh, it was for the summer. <laughs> yeah, it gives more credence, you know, to like the burns and everything. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the one sleeve because it's like showing what's not burnt on him apparently. Because that's like the gimmick is it's all right sides all burnt, so that's why his left side's exposed, right? Mm-hmm. It adds almost like a two-faced feel. Whoa. That's pretty nimble. Also in that rumble match, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, Kane went backwards over the top like someone clotheslined him out, but he his feet didn't hit the floor, like he stopped himself. And I was actually kind of impressed about that. Ooh, which rumble match? That one on Raw that I was speaking of. Kane's attire. Oh. Another reason I feel like Kane stopped wearing this is his attire would always come undone. If you look at his left shoulder, the snaps up there are always undone in all these matches. Interesting. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, um, Kane went backwards over the ropes and stopped himself before he could hit the floor. And I was like, wow, that was impressive. I didn't see that coming. My god, yeah, you can really see the, sh the things coming undone. I wonder why that is. They're, they're totally undone now. Oh. All of Kane's attires, <laughs> as long as they have at least one sleeve, they had snaps along his shoulder there. And that's how he got into them, because they would snap up the side of the neck and down his left shoulder. Oh, interesting. I didn't even, I don't even notice that. Because, you know, how else would you get into them that oh, tight, yeah. whatever? You can't pull them over your head, right? Yeah. So, step into them and they had like kind of a piece around your crotch and then he'd pull up a separate pair of tights and a separate pair of trunks that put it all together. There's a lot going into Kane's attire. This is why I love having you on. You bring this so uh -huh. much so much knowledge of Kane's attires that I just overlook. This is I very research them because I want to get like a copy made eventually. Interesting. To wear or to have in your collection? To wear, to wear, yeah. Ooh. Just for like a Halloween thing, or like if we ever do like Halloween show again and stuff. Exciting. You would have to send me photos. Oh, for sure. It'll be posted lots. Can't wait. I know we were talking earlier over that part, but I like that scene Undertaker giving the middle finger to Austin. Yeah, and then like giving and, it back. 
Yeah, and like, under, and it popped Austin because I don't think Austin was. A, I don't think he was expecting something like that. Oh, did he laugh? Yeah, he laughed. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't think Austin was expecting something like that. That's funny. Yeah, this. I always like that scene in this match. It's crazy to think that Foley was probably the number three guy at one point in time in the WWF next year at this time. Isn't it weird? It's so weird. And like in six months from now, not even five months, he becomes WWF champion to one of the biggest crowd reactions of all time. I know. And that's the thing I think that turns the tide. Against WCW. Wow, nice slam. One thing I respect about Cade too is he doesn't really adjust his stuff. You see some guys, they if they had like what he was having at the top of his attire there, they would be adjusting it and doing stuff when they're selling. Kane never adjusts anything. He just sells. Well, yeah, because so you, you really don't want... to adjust their tights and their trunks sometimes when they're laying on the mat selling. Kane just leaves it. Yeah, I mean, that's good because you really don't want to take away from it because then it's like... He's supposed to almost make the night like he doesn't care. Well, and, and as they should, if you're truly thinking about it, you're in a competition, a wrestling match, that you're... You know, you're trying to make it not seem predetermined or anything. You, the last thing on your mind is going to be your tire. Mm-hmm. You want to win. Undertaker, I mean Undertaker, Kane's uh, hair, especially in this match, it's, it looks very much like that Ultimate Edition head. Yeah, I think this is somewhat what they base the mask off. Yeah. Once again, I love Undertaker's buckles. He jumps into them. I know he get, he gives the people that Irish whip him there such uh, a good reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah, they really. If you watch that media match, that's where they got the hair pull. Yeah, the, whole the hair, hair back pull back. Yeah, for Keith's head because when they're staring off him and Undertaker, he has his hair back just like the one Ultimate Edition head. No running knee. Pulling his hair. Oh, Mankind is so good. I hope we get this type of Paul Bearer in a Mattel one of these days. The, the brown hair, cane manager. Yeah, I hope we get Mankind like this as an ultimate. And they should give him a cloth. Uh, they should give him a black singlet and then a cloth corporation shirt and a cloth brown shirt yeah I would love that or even if you did like a molded brown shirt kind of and then a cloth corporation shirt that you could put on yeah oh that cactus clothesline Jesus also Kane in this era has very light colored hair almost Blonde, dirty blonde. It's fully into the announce table. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my that God. That was a great spot. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Double burst to the ref. Oh, pulling oh, the taker. Jeez, that was the high backdrop, too. Oh, my God. High backdrop to Foley, and then Undertaker gets clotheslined by Kane. Oh. But that backdrop, the Foley was high. Holy crap. 
I love this. I love this whole era of Undertaker. That whole attire with the uh, the cross I stitching. Like yeah. This is my Undertaker. <laughs> this is so this. Gross. This is my Undertaker. I love this era. This is the Undertaker. I think this is like the perennial, like most his uh, what's it called? What's Magnus Opus or whatever? Mag the running Ooh. DDT. Ooh, you're speaking Latin to me here. I am. You know, you know, like his most well-known. Like I'd say, this is the most well-known Undertaker. I would say. Either this or like. The his, Ministry. Like, 2000 stuff when he came back as the Dead Man. I, I would say yeah, this and the Ministry. That's. That's like peak Undertaker. That's like. like yeah, but like most well-known to like the yeah. casual person. Is this Undertaker, I would say. Yeah. Like, if you say that, hey, do you know who the Undertaker is? This is probably what pops in their head around this time. Just like if you know Mankind, it's going to be this one, not the brown one. Yeah, it's the corporate, it's the corporate Mankind. Or Kane will be, like, you know, the mask Kane with the sleeve. Yeah, it's mask Kane. <laughs> mankind just threw a chair in her. See that sideways sling? Everybody hits the chair differently. Undertake, Austin, Undertake, nice about it. Undertaker's consistent. He doesn't care who you are. He'll smack you in the head. Yeah, he swings it for he sure. He just swings it. Unless you're Mr. Kennedy, then he really swings it. Yeah, he'll kill you if you're Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, my God. <laughs> that chair shot, my God. He'll kill you if you're Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy, uh, Randy Orton in the Hell in a Cell. Oh my guy, like decapitates oh, Orton. Smack him there too. Oh yeah, he like decapitates Orton in the cell. I heard a story that at Mania 21, like the day before or the pre-show when they're supposed to go over the match, Orton yeah. and Undertaker, mm -hmm. Orton didn't show up. Yeah, he was tongue over. He told that story. I remember that. That's unbelievable. That just shows how much like, and he's, he's so good. But it just shows they're like, what do you do? Like, this guy's the guy, right? Yeah, Undertaker, Cowboy Bob showed up. Everybody showed up except Orton. That's wild. Yeah. WrestleMania with the Undertaker and you don't show up and you're not fired? My God. Because Undertaker stuck up for him. He says, give him another chance. <laughs> Orton is so good, though. That's what I remember. That they had that under untold uh, that on the network. They had that Undertaker and Orton talking about that, and Orton says that he owed his career to him. Because oh, so Because Undertaker, Undertaker, because he said Undertaker could have went to Vince and told him to fire him, and McMahon would have. Yeah, he's probably one of the people that he would have really listened to for sure. Yeah, Mc, yeah. And then Orton said that Undertaker told him he'll get him back, and he he did. Oh, it's just like a payback, kind of. Yeah. What was the sell in this at SummerSlam? Uh, no, I'm a getting. King of the Ring, is that what you said? Armageddon, end of the year. Armageddon, I don't know. Oh, right, that's right, yeah.
I was gonna say Undertaker was even really reaching out for a tag or anything. I know it gives you that that gives you that feel like ooh, what side is he feeling here? Yeah. He's such a good actor. He he plays into the emotions. You want some out of the ring? I think Undertaker pins Kane. I believe so too. Austin's getting his ass kicked here. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I guess they're really playing up to, like, can Austin trust Undertaker, so... Yeah. They were putting heat on the Undertaker, but now it's a bigger heat on Austin. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're eventually going to fight each other next month. You know, they really wanted that thing, you know, like... They wanted to make the Undertaker, like, the heel so people can boo him, but then it turns out, like, the crowd is split in New York. Yeah, right now it's like really the drama of like, can we trust the Undertaker? Though they're building that up. Yeah. I always wondered how uncomfortable Kane must have been in those masks. <sighs> yeah, I, you know, having done that little bit of a rumble, I can't speak for Kane, obviously, but it wasn't as bad as I thought, especially wrestling his style, like a much slower style of pace. But I can't imagine the Infernal match. Like, that would suck. Oh, God. I mean, if Undertaker complained about that, then it has to be bad. Yeah, Undertaker, he said, I think, like, he felt like all the oxygen was getting sucked out around him. Which makes sense. I can't even imagine how Kane felt. <laughs> yeah, with a mask on, too. And then they do it again on Raw. <laughs> Come on, son. Yeah, and Kane's done it two more times even after that. That's Three right. Three if you match. MVP, that's right. Triple H, he did one on SmackDown. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt, you said? He, they did a Ring of Fire match at SummerSlam 20, no, 2012, 2013. Oh. But it wasn't in a in, like you didn't set the guy on fire; you just pinned him. But it was like mm. the ring was surrounded by fire. Yeah, it still counts. Kane also throwing a rare leg drop. I know you don't see those very often from Kane. Whip into choke slam, interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Kane's really stalling everybody on this choke slam. Choke slam the Undertaker, choke slam Austin. Mankind wants Kane to give Austin that tombstone. Oh, well, but we know this won't hit yeah, because no, I've never no. seen Austin take one after his broken neck. Oh wow. Mandible claw. Wow. Into a stunner. Oh. What a double down. Or triple down here, but like, wow. Finisher, finisher? That's the double down. Right. You know, you usually get the, like, Kane Undertaker or whoever, double clothesline or whatever, but finisher, finisher? Wow. 
Austin doesn't take a tombstone ever since the broken neck? Nope. Oh my god. I couldn't find an instance of him taking one since the broken neck. The only one I ever saw him really take was against Undertaker before the broken neck yeah. in 97 there. Yeah, that's like the two months beforehand, yeah. Kane never gave him one, which I feel like Austin would have only trusted the Undertaker, but he never gave him one. I, or at least I couldn't find... I even posted asking about it, but nobody posted that he did. There's Undertaker. He getting going for the tag. There it goes. There it is. Got it. And he still did it. Well, I think I've seen that part, that tag part. Oh, that kick! I know. <laughs> Oh, low boot. Yeah, King. Great, great choke slam. The kick to Mankind's head looked brutal. I know, didn't it? Nice choke slam the King. And a tombstone. This is a clean tombstone, I remember. Yeah. Is this the finish? It's the finish. He looks like he blasted him there, too. And as I remember correctly, Undertaker leaves with both tag team championships. But he doesn't give one to Austin, he just takes them both? Takes them both. He gives it to Austin the next night. Interesting. Austin still got the pad on from the staff infection. Interesting, interesting. Nice. So what did you think? First time seeing the match? It was fine. Yeah? I mean, yeah, nothing uh, crazy, obviously, but... I mean, it's your typical, you know... Attitude era tag match, I would say. Yeah, uh, I didn't expect a lot to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, do when when do they lose the tag titles? Um, they lose it before SummerSlam, so I would say sometime in August. I would I would say I think it's like three weeks from then. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I would say it's like August something. If you want to, I can... An on-air um, looking up about to see when they lose it. Going through uh, the Monday Night Raw episodes here on Peacock. It's definitely before SummerSlam because they are not champions heading into the match. Okay, August 10th, they defended in a Four Corners tag team. I think that's it. That's the one? 
That's the one. I think August 10th. So there's a bunch of... Because the 27th, the next night, they defended against the Outlaws. McMahon... So it's like, oh, is that Owen and the Rock? I think... Mm, it's Kane and Mankind. I think it's the Outlaws, and yeah, I think it's Owen and Rock. Yeah. Yeah, it is Owen and the Rock. It's the Nation. Yep, because on the seventeenth of August, it says Stone Cold vows to get his hands on the Undertaker. So it, I think they they have lost it already. So August tenth, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, this is one of two. Did you want to do a, a a second one here? Yeah, this one should be shorter, I would say. Oh, perfect. So you heard it here, Creatures of the Night. We are doing an on-air decision, a snother, double feature coming your way. Not only do you get fully loaded 1998 in this episode, you get Monday Night Raw, August 10th, 1998. The Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin defend their tag team championships in a four-corner elimination style match. Where Mankind and Kane regain the Tag Team Championships. And I'm only doing this because Canaanite 10 is, you know, my Kane brother of destruction. So it's only fair to see if we get a match. Undertaker wins, we get to do one that Kane wins as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I figured a Raw match would be a little shorter, that's why. <laughs> um... All right, I'm just finding... Okay, I got part one. I got two parts here. Ooh. They're both on daily motion. So there's part one of two and then two of two. So. Oh, so you, you can get daily motion again if you are doing it with daily motion. So that is good to hear. So. All right, so I got D'Lo Brown standing there with the European title. That's a, that, that is definitely an Attitude Era sentence. You got D'Lo Brown standing there with the European title. I like D'Lo Brown, especially chest protector D'Lo Brown. Chest protector I think everybody did. Everybody likes D'Lo Brown. Everybody, everybody likes D'Lo Brown. They seem to, anyways. Okay, let's see here. I probably have to go through commercials. The lovely Peacock. All this dead air. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. So, let's see. Oh, I hate these commercials. It's right after a commercial break, too, because it kind of fades in. Oh, really? To D'Lo Brown standing there, yeah. D'Lo Brown? He's in the, he must be in the four corners, that not, not Owen Hart and Rock. Maybe it, it looked like Owen Hart because it looked like the guy was wearing a singlet, but maybe it was Brown. Oh, it is Owen Hart and Rock. Where is D'Lo Brown? Well, D'Lo helped Kane and Mankind win the tag titles before, so he's involved. Maybe. Okay, you got the New Age Outlaws. Road Dog Frog Splash, and they came to Stone and took Okay, I had the New Age Outlaws coming down the aisle. For those joining me here on Peacock, I am at 1 hour, 10 minutes, 22 seconds. 
Right. Just tell me when you get D'Lo Brown up on the screen, and I'll. Uh, he's looking. He's looking up the aisle. He's outside the ring. Let me skip a little bit here. Let me skip to D'Lo Brown. Okay, I got the corporation coming in to beat up the nation. Here, okay, here's D'Lo Brown in the European title. All right, perfect. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Here's the fade-in from the commercial. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, here we go. I am clocked in at 1 hour, 12 minutes, 35 seconds. For those of you joining me on Peacock and the WWE Network, it is Monday Night Raw, Season 6, Episode 32, August 10th, 1998. 1 hour, 12 minutes, 35 seconds. Canaanite 10 is plugged in on Daily Motion, a part 1 of 2. And you get D'Lo Brown standing menacingly outside the ring, holding the European okay. Championship. As we do our infamous countdown from 3 to 1, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. And we count down three, two, one, play. Another Green title. Strap too. Another title with a black logo. Yeah, that one had a black logo for a while. I feel like, but a green strap. I didn't need a green strap. And now we get the entrance of Kane. My favorite. I'm a little biased, but even unbiasedly, I think the most, one of the most fitting themes to a wrestler of all time. And Kane, the creepy organ, I just love it. Kane without Mankind. Oh no, here's Mankind. Oh, there he is, yeah. Again, Kane and Mankind entering the match together. Mankind seems a little distrusting of Kane here. Yeah, there he just said that. We are getting that conspiracy. We're oh, getting that conspiracy. You know, he's got the ball patches still. I also like this attire because it has way more spikes on it than his one sleeve attire. Mm, great. Backstage for Kevin Kelly and then we missed Kane's pyro. That was that was a choice to cut to Kevin Kelly. That was a choice. That was a pinkish kind of mask. Yeah, that was a choice. Pinkish mask. Oh my gosh, yeah. And a little, the dye, I think, wearing out a little bit. Here comes the Undertaker. Yeah, here we are. And in my biased opinion... Oh, this is, this is the actual guitar theme. And in my biased opinion, the best entrance theme for any wrestler. <laughs> oh wait, no, this is the mix-up one that they had that fully loaded. Yeah. One half Once of your again, tag the funny team championship logo behind... Yeah. Can't really see it with all the smoke, but it's the different one. Yeah. A little blockier, I believe. Is that the one? It's the blockier one, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. One half of your tag team champions. Ooh, now they're in collusion. Not just cahoots. <laughs> they are in well, collusion. Well, talking. That's the king. So. Oh, okay, it's King. Okay, you got your 1980s uh, lingo from King. <laughs> and 
as opposed to a 1950s lingo from Vince. Cahoots. Is this the blow-up one? The... When he brings his arms up? Oh, I hope so. That's so. That's such a great effect. He did that once. Oh, no. He didn't even put his arms up, did he? He doesn't need to. He just he just stares menacingly and the lights appear. <laughs> Big pop for Austin. Yeah, that's the funny WF logo for sure. Yep, yeah, your funny logo. Except the funny logo's up on the top, on the left and right of the Titantron too. Once again, my favorite vest, the DTA Rattlesnake vest. It is a star stud match, as JR said. You got everybody that's everybody in the company there in this match. You got Austin, you got Undertaker, you got Kane and Mankind, you got Rock, you got Owen Hart, yeah. and you got the Outlaws. No. Oh, no Owen Hart, you got D'Lo Brown. Oh, weird. I thought that you, yeah, did the screen cap not look like Owen? I just saw the singlet. It was. It was Owen. I, oh, it was Owen. I, I think Ken Shamrock took out Owen. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. I like when guys get jump-started and they don't have time to take off their entrance attire. You like that too? So do I. Like, I always wish I can play as Undertaker in his uh, entrance attire in, like, a video game. Yeah. That'd be, that's, that, I always wanted that. Like, playing him in his trench coat and hat. Like he just got jumped. Oh, I love this vest so much. This is my favorite by far. Old slips. <laughs> He's so sick. He's so He's sick. Both. He must no, be. That kind of sick. He's sick. <laughs> this is cracking up. The only thing, if you would have added Triple H to this match, you would have had everybody that's everybody. Yep. The Outlaws were pretty huge at the time. Yeah, Outlaws are big in the tag title scene. You got Rock. I hate the I hate to be rude, but you gotta bump D'Lo for Triple H. Then I guess eh? Yeah, you gotta bump D'Lo for H. I also like how the Rock got punched by Austin. He kind of got up, sold around, then fell out of the ropes. What a messy match! Just take D'Lo. Yeah, but he doesn't right? trust Kane, I guess. No, no, he doesn't trust Kane. He thinks Kane's in collusion. Who just joined in the ring? Oh, it's oh, a fan. A, oh, it's a fan. Yeah, he's got a sign. That's great. He's more deranged than mankind. He's sick. <laughs> they don't even say anything. No. I know. It's, I, I just love saw that. I'm surprised. Good thing Austin wasn't up or something, because he would have kicked the crap out of that fan. I wonder so let me tell you, if a fan ever got in the ring with me, I would beat the shit out of them too. You would? No, oh, absolutely. Good for you. I'm so, I don't know what I'm, they're up to. First off... I'm proud of you. You gotta keep the illusion. I'm a wrestler, man. I will hurt you, right? Yeah. Sec I don't know what your intention is. I yeah. don't know if you have a knife. I don't know... Yeah. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. I, I saw Road Dog get in there and get rid of him. I, maybe that's what Undertaker was doing too, because I didn't see Undertaker up there. Yeah, Road Dog got in the ring. He didn't land anything, I don't think. Oh, here comes Billy Gunn. I think Austin. 
Austin's talking to Undertaker about something. I think they may be talking about what happened. Interesting. Billy Gunn's huge, by the way, in real life. Yeah, he looks huge. Like, he's like 6'5 and like 250. He's gigantic. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, he, he looks he looks huge. Wow, a famouser right there. That can't that's not his finish? Wow, that was nice. He still looks the same too. Oh he does. Yeah, a very consistent build for sure. I always like his boots. His boots are kinda loose and weird. Like they got a cover on them. Yeah. I don't think Billy Gunn aged. <laughs> no. Whatever he found, I think everybody wants some of it. <laughs> Macman. Mac, you hear that, Mister Macman? Yeah, I think he was just accentuating the dink there a little bit, but yeah, Macman. That's what Briscoe called him, right, Macman? Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I think that's what Briscoe called him, Mister Macman. What are they chanting? Rocky sucks? Yeah, Rocky sucks. I always, got a kick. Wow. I, I always got a kick of Mac Man. He's making an Irishman Scottish. <laughs> and in six months, the Rock becomes one of the most over people in the world. Right? <laughs> I love Rock. Yeah, the Rock is like truly the greatest talker. Like... That's the first partner-to-partner -partner tag in this match, I'd like to point out. Interesting. Austin tagged Kane, Mankind tagged... D-Lo. Someone else. Yeah, and Kane tagged Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn tagged Mankind. And then... Mankind, I think, tagged Rock, and then Rock, and then yeah, D-Lo. Yeah. Yeah, Rock and D-Lo. Interesting. Oh, boot? No, another, there's another one. There's another one. To be fair, like, Austin and Taker don't trust each other, and Kane and Mankind don't either, so... A right arm suplex, interesting. That is... technically the wrong way. I like the little things. When he covered him, he put it... He held down his <laughs> wrist, too. Billy Gunn. Undertaker yeah. gets Billy Gunn off, and then Billy Gunn says, who did that? And then it's Undertaker just backs away. Yeah. I'm still laughing at that JR thing about Mankind. He's sick. <laughs> just the way he said it. Is just I know, so I know. He's sick. Right after the context of Mankind running around the ring, and he almost slipped on, like, some water on the mat there. And then he's, he's sick. Yeah, right after he falls, almost falls on his ass. Like, what? Just listen, the crowd just wakes right up. Oh. Partner to partner tag. Part, part one is over. Matt Undertaker just got a tag in, just kicked Billy Gunn. And so Road Dog's backing away, he doesn't want none of it. Oh, you're a little ahead of me. Billy Gunn just went out of the ring. Oh, okay. Because I just had to go to part two. Oh, whoops. Now Road Dog is. Austin just pressed Billy on the guardrail. 
Austin. Undertaker's getting out of the ring now. Billy Gunn's laying on the floor. Undertaker just kicked Mankind. Yeah, yeah. Mankind's attacking Undertaker. Billy Gunn's sliding in the ring. Here comes the Undertaker. Here we are. Now, Undertaker has Billy Gunn. I love your play-by-play -play action. Well, I'm just making sure you can get lined up with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm there with you. More Rocky sucks chance too, eh? Austin and Undertaker are now the legal men. Well, Billy Gunn thumbed Austin in the eye, I guess. So. But they cannot pin each other. Oh, no kidding. Oh, there's some kids dressed as the headbangers. Where? Oh, yeah, they're there. That's funny. Well, the... The head, I was going to say, actually, in that tag team rumble, when the headbangers came out, they got a pretty decent reaction, too. I can't believe the headbangers were over. Oh, they were tag champs at one point. Wow. Learned something new every day. You didn't know they were tag champs? I did not. I don't know if it was 97 or 98. They were pretty over, though, for a little while. Believe it or not. I, I, I don't believe it, but I can't believe it. Wow. Like I said, that rumble, when their music started playing, they got a pop. Interesting. I have to see this rumble. Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. Same. Undertaker like, with an interesting double chop to the throat. I've never really seen him do that. Yeah, you notice that? That is pulling out all kinds of different things in this match. Yeah, the important match on Raw. Yeah, right? I love these Raw matches. What a messy match this is. It is. Eight guys. Oof. Putting that together sucks. Yeah, you got eight guys, and it just feels like it feels like it was put together at the last second. Oh, probably back then a lot of it wasn't even called, other than just a few things. Probably a lot of it calling, getting called out there. It's like we have nothing to do, so let's just put everybody in one big pot here. Oh, you mean that? Yeah, yeah. Bullet bombs, boy, wow. I was going to say, have you ever seen a guy win a match on a Russian leg sweep? Come on. <laughs> we got new tank chance, oh. That'd be a great finish, though. Like a Russian leg sweep, one, two, three, what? Yeah, like, what? Just look at all the t-shirts in the audience. It's either Austin, DX. Oh, man. I swear Austin had every second shirt, and then who had whatever shirts weren't Austin at one point were the Rocker DX. There's a Jackass, there's an Austin 316. I saw Stone Cold University right next to the Austin yeah. 316. There's another Austin 316 right there. Yeah. There's lots of hats too. It makes me wonder if those are Austin hats. Yeah, there's a lot of hats. Yeah. A lot of Austin 316. Like the black hats there? Yeah. Oh, shake, rattle, and roll. Oh. Nice. 
Yeah, a lot of DX shirts. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Look at that, he just looks at the crowd and they start going on. <laughs> Rock was so much hated, I can't believe it. What's he doing? Like, he's picking him up and he's not picking him up? Oh, that was a close one from Austin. Yeah, he did. Oh, he does have pinstripe shirt. This is like it's a different shirt each week. This one's not even ripped. He just rolled up the sleeves straight up. Right? Yeah, he wanted because I think that's when he started aligning with Vince. Yeah. And then he just wore it forever. <laughs> yeah, just wore it forever. Yeah, like, what is he? Well, like, before, you know, he's like a deranged, whatever, psychopath. Oh, he's calling something here. Really talking to him. This is a big spot. I know Undertaker was, I think, talking to Hebner earlier. Yeah, he definitely was. Austin was, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of talking to that quirk. They're still talking. Okay, Undertaker's in. Kaden's done literally nothing. He got in and he tanked Billy Gunn right away and that's it. Yeah. And now now it's a free for all. The rock is out. Deal all. Chop the deal all. Oh, he was good at chokeslam when he did. Yeah. And Mr. Ass. Undertaker just booted that kind of grossly. Is it chokeslam the D-Lo? Oh, here comes Kane Tank and Sophie. Yeah. Oh, here it goes. This is the finish. This is the finish. And then Kane gets Undertaker, I assume. Yeah. It's over. Boy, I saw that choke sign in a lot of highlight videos back. That's it. And now Austin thinks that he threw the match. Well, Undertaker's getting up right away. Yeah. He just sat up right after. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Huh. One choke slam. Garbage in the ring. It's like Austin really wanted to keep the tag titles. Uh, title's a title, I guess, right? Yeah, he really wanted to keep them. I think it would have been fun to have them be tag title holders at SummerSlam. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have been a fun thing. They should have done that. They should have kept the titles on them. I think that's something Randy and I talked about in, when we did the Fully Loaded, that they really should have kept the, the titles on them as they headed into SummerSlam to see how they would have yeah, worked. that would have been interesting for sure. Yeah, to see how they would have worked together as, you know, fighting for the WWF title while still being tag team champions. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so that... That finishes your bonus double feature here. Um, what do you think? What do you think of both matches? Kind of I mean, a kind, kind of like, a uh, cluster. I kind expect of... more out of the the triple threat or the Kane and Undertaker with Austin as the ref. I expect more out of those. Mm-hmm. The breakdown, the breakdown, and Unforgiven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I don't I think mean, I matches, especially in this era with these kinds of guys. They are tag team specialists. I mean, Undertaker probably would be a lot better than. And I mean, Austin was at one point in time, but he's more brawly at this point in time. And then yeah. Kane and Mankind are who, how they are. They're certainly no Midnight Express or you know. It <laughs> is true. It's kind but of they're telling the story that they need to tell. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a cluster, so. <laughs> so you, you kind of a knew. A lot of the stuff around this time was a cluster. To be fair. That that is true. That is true. A lot of things around this time was kind of a cluster. But you know, it was fun. It's fun to revisit things like this. And yes, I agree. It's just, you know, I, I don't remember watching the uh, the four corners as much as I remembered watching the fully loaded match, and I, I definitely never seen the four corners one for sure. I've seen the finish to the fully loaded one because I swear WWE posted it on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, know? they probably did. And I swear I've seen that one, but I definitely have never seen the four corners one. A lot of those early robs, I have not seen a lot of those matches. Yeah, and it's, you know, a lot of times the matches, like, is it worth revisiting? Because a lot of times they end in DQ or count out or, like... Especially for Kane, yeah. You know, you screwy don't... finishes. Yeah, it's a screwy finish, and you don't really get a satisfactory <clears throat> ending. So it's like, is this worth a rewatch? Is this worth doing a watch-along on? But I think oh, I think so. I enjoyed it. I, I did just, too. Like if I'm looking up Kane stuff, I'm probably looking up like 2001, 2002, like 2000 that era because that's when Kane was like gigantic and like moving like crazy. 
Yeah, that's I... just the stuff that I really enjoy. I love watching when he's like when he's wrestling the Raw for the title on or like a random Raw, and he's like moving like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get to things like that, like two thousand one Brothers of Destruction. Oh, um, I'm excited for that stuff. I am yeah. too. I'm I'm actually kind of excited for SummerSlam two thousand. That's a match I have not seen in a long time. I rewatched that recently. I like it. A lot of my friends who are also wrestlers kind of shit on it, but I like that match. I don't know. Yeah, and also King of the Ring 2000, The Sixth Man. Looking forward to that one, too. Right, I remember that one. I never watched that one. Ooh, another one. It's been a long time. Yeah. So I'm looking looking forward to the, the second arc of Undertaker and Kane. You know, the more Brothers of Destruction and things like that. Look at that. That's second. like my favorite era of Kane, probably like two thousand to two thousand one. There, that's my favorite Kane stuff. Yeah, we have because a... I think I have a lot of bias because that's like when I really remember watching. Like I started watching, like I said, mid ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. But then I came, like, and I, I just have like lots of fondness towards it now because he's so jacked and so huge and moving so well at that time and doing really good stuff. Yeah, so we we had a ton of art, different arcs in storylines to get through. We got you still got this main arc, the ninety eight to ninety nine. You know the the first uh, meeting between them, and then you get into the collusion and like when Undertaker leaves. Then you get the second yep. arc between the badass and Kane, and then the Brothers of Destruction. Then you get the third yep. arc when Undertaker returns, and you got the Dead Man and Unmasked Kane. Yeah. Uh, which leads us to like that. That third arc takes us to when Undertaker and Kane, you know, the final one, the Buried Alive, two thousand ten, yeah. and the final arc is like what we had the last couple years, like two thousand fifteen on. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to all these different types of arcs and storylines and things they twists and turns between the Brothers of Destruction. It'll be good. It is. I, I can't yeah. wait for a lot of these matches because a lot of these matches I have not rewatched in a long time, uh, especially so, yeah. especially the 2010 rivalry. I have. I don't think I ever rewatched that stuff. Yeah, I never really did either. And I, honestly, some of those matches I probably never seen. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. I think I watched the Cell match, but their other one I don't think I ever watched. Yeah, so that's gonna be like interesting. a lot of pay per view matches I never watched. In, in the first place. Yeah. I don't think I have as well. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to revisit this stuff. And I can't wait. I'm pretty and... sure I looked up the Paul Bear because Paul Bear was back. So that's why I looked it up. But okay. that being said, I probably watched it shortly after it happened. So it's been 10 plus years since oh, I watched it. Yeah, of course. And so, well, I, I could ask for a better person to join me on this journey. And I just can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait for the rest. Fun. And it has been fun so far. Uh, like, what have we done? Like, four matches already, right? So that many, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania, yeah, well, We got Mania and then the Inferno. Yeah, I guess so. No, we've we, done six now. This is the uh, sixth one. Six total. So, uh, can't wait for more. Ring, Mania, Inferno, and then these two here. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. And we're not even done yet, folks. We're not even done through 98. Not even close. Not even close. You still got a whole chunk left, and I'm here for it. Yes, sir. Yes. So, um, 
Thank you again for joining me. Can't wait to continue this journey. And until next time, Creatures of the Night, join us here at Same Taker Time, Same Taker Channel. And as always, keep on rolling, baby. Until next time, Canaanite 10, it's always fun. Yes, sir. Thank you. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Collecting Dead Man. Please continue to subscribe and leave us a five-star review where you can. Follow me on Twitter at CollectUpDead and on Instagram at CollectingDeadMan. Check out my Linktree page so you can find the links to all my merchandise stores, where you can find wherever this podcast is available, and where you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hit the like button and subscribe there as well. Please continue to support this podcast in any way you can. And until next week, Creatures of the Night, keep on rolling.